Minister for Education in the Western Cape, David Mania. David, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John, and good afternoon to your listeners. A final interdict yesterday, which means that court arguments are over unless there's an appeal. Absolutely. I mean, the court, uh, you know, uh, imposed its uh, final uh, interdict. Uh, it was significant for at least three reasons. The first was that uh, it identified uh, and agreed with our view that it was cadetta that were in fact behind the taxi blockade. Uh, the court was absolutely unequivocal uh, and granted us a final interdict, which obviously interdicts and restrains uh, cadetta from obstructing, interfering and stopping transportation of learners and indeed also uh, of uh, issuing threats uh, to service providers and learners and members of the public. Uh, and uh, the the order was handed down uh, with a punitive cost order, which of course means that uh, our costs will have to be uh, covered by Codeta. Uh, has I know that there were times when there was a significant blockade and it caused significant sort of as you what's the word forced absenteeism from school children just were not able to get to school using the uh, provincial organized transport that they would ordinarily use uh, had it um, sort of started to filter away the protests or did it did it remain a daily reality um, John it's remained a, a daily rea- reality but uh, the situation uh, is improving and is uh, stabilizing. I mean, we uh, took a very hard line. Uh, we uh, uh, sort of laid criminal charges. We increased, uh, you know, after in engagement with the SAPs and law enforcement, we in- increased uh, the police visibility and arranged escorts, police escorts for uh, the buses. We, of course, approached the courts and I said under the circumstances, there would be absolutely no engagement uh, on this issue with uh, Cadetta. And it seems that the hard line has worked. At the height of the uh, taxi blockade, we had 5,175 learners absent from school. That has gradually decreased. And in fact, today, we only had 120 learners that were absent uh, from school. All the routes are open. The buses uh, have, uh, on the five affected routes, have resumed operations. There obviously is still very uh, uh, high levels of policing on uh, on those affected routes, but the situation has gradually uh, stabilised, and we are now in a position where we're really saying that if parents are comfortable, uh, we are encouraging parents now to, uh, uh, you know, request. Uh, put their children on the buses and ensure that uh, they now return to school in Kailicha. David, I note that the Kailicha School Governing Bodies Association admitted as amicus curiae in the matter, and their advocates said this, the manner in which Cadetta in this particular incident has been denied an opportunity to participate in the economic well-being of Kailicha is a cause of concern to the amicus applicant and further to the right of education. I mean, now that the court interdict um, has been handed down, is there time to move away from the hard, or is there an opportunity to move away from the hardline attitude and and have have talks with the school governing bodies association, have talks with Cadetta? I mean, I, I, I'm. I, 
The province must not move away from its absolute insistence that the vehicle transporting scholars are licensed to transport, are safe, are properly maintained, and all of those things which are part of the rules. But isn't there an opportunity now to say, okay, we've sorted this out legally, and now let's see if we can make a contribution to the right of education and the economic well-being of Kai Leitche? So I've said from from the start that uh, as long as uh, the taxi blockade is in place, as long as learners are, are not able to uh, get to school, as long as the uh, buses are not able to operate, there will be absolutely no engagement. Uh, I think in the current situation, uh, I think we still need the situation to stabilize. Uh, the buses are, have obviously resumed uh, their routes. More and more learners are returning to school, but obviously still under uh, very significant uh, police presence. Uh, but as soon as the, the, the buses have resumed the routes, as soon as they've, uh, the uh, visible policing has been wound down, as soon as our learners have returned to school and teaching and learning is resumed, I think that there then is scope for uh, an engagement with the Western Cape government. And that engagement would probably be mediated by the uh, Department of uh, Mobility. And I'm sure then when the conditions are right, I think there is scope for an engagement. But of course, John, what is not uh, up for discussion uh, is the fact that our learner transport contracts are awarded in a competitive bidding process. And according to the, the law and according to regulation, and that is not up for negotiation. And it's precisely... Can, can I come in there, David, and ask if uh, Cadetas has been able to participate in in this process? So, um, so members of Cadetta, would they have been able to take part in this process and potentially be licensed to carry out scholar transport in the Kailicha area? So, John, they'll obviously, I mean, the, the, uh, these... Contracts, in fact, uh, are up for uh, renewal this year, and there'll be a competitive bidding process. Obviously, all bidders need to be compliant uh, and reach the necessary standards, but there would be nothing then precluding uh, business owners who are in the taxi business of, of bidding for those contracts. Okay, and, and the people who... It would be a fair contract. Yeah, people contract. who have the contracts at the moment, are they people who live in Kailicha? In other words, does the money from the contracts for transporting children to school in Kailicha stay in the Kailicha community? Uh, John, I'm, I, I just can't answer that question. I'm not familiar with where the existing contractors uh, live exactly. Does it and make, does it make a kind of... Does it make a kind of sense in principle to you that the, the operators, as far as possible, should live in the area as long as they comply with the very strict regulations which are necessary in the circumstance? Well, I have to say that it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, there needs to be a competitive bidding process, and the, the best bidders need to, or the, the most competitive bidders, obviously, uh, would, would, uh, would win the contract. I think we have to be very careful of, uh, you know, an argument that only, for example, business owners who live in a particular area can bid on, on certain contracts. I would have reservations uh, about uh, that approach. I would prefer an open bidding process where everybody, uh, including business owners living in Kailicha, have a fair uh, opportunity 
to, to win learner support contracts. David Mania, thank you for talking to us this afternoon, the Minister for Education in the Western Cape.